Hello, this is Max Gradenchik, that's Rom from Deep Space Nine, and you are listening to Trekmate. Oh, Rom. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trekmate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All right. Ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello, and welcome to Trekmate. I'm Jude Hawkins. And I'm Wayne Emery. And we're back again. We are, yeah. It always feels like it's been longer than it actually has. Well, it has been a little while for us. It has been a little while for us because it, we ended up just taking a bit of an unintentional couple of week hiatus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just it, for me, it was it, what really done me in the first week was as str- weird as it is. It's just the clocks going forward by an hour screwed <laughs> up my entire body clock. It's simple, but it's true. I, I totally agree with it. I hate it when it goes forward, and when you've got kids. It makes so much difference because they don't know. No, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like now at night time trying to convince them. No, I assure you, it yeah. is night time. It is bedtime. Come on, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also with it being half term, uh, both of us have been run off our feet as well. That's it. It makes a big difference when they're all at home. Big difference. Yeah. Big, big difference. So, yeah, no, that's the that's the honest reason as to why there was a delay uh, before last week's pod. So, I do apologise about that, but still. Uh, got some news to talk uh, with you guys about with regards to us and things. Yeah, uh, but some let's exciting stuff later of, tonight. Yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit of Trek first. Yeah. Um, so, uh, one piece of news that uh, came out just a couple of days ago from recording um, is Simon Pegg has clarified that he is definitely not writing the third Star Trek IV script anymore. Oh. So it's um, not actually uh, being written by him but uh, apparently the because there was, I think there was four scripts being written yeah, concurrently, and apparently the most of the focus at the moment is on the script that's been written by uh, Mark L. Smith, uh, which is based on the idea pitched by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, but as well as that, there's also a script being written by. Uh, to uh, two writers called J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay. Um, so, so what are you saying? That they was, they that don't know just, what they're going with, but they know they're not going with Simon Pegg's. Yeah, they're, they're not oh, going with sucks. Simon Pegg's now. Well, because from my point of view, being a, such a big fan of his for so many years, that's a shame. And I did mm-hmm. really did enjoy Beyond as well. But um, yeah, I did. Oh, I hope they're still making the right decision. You know, I can't, I can't presume to know that the others aren't going to be as good. I, d- I don't know yet. But well, that's the thing. We we've got no firm facts whatsoever. No. And uh, and the, the scripts that J D Payne and Patrick McKay uh, uh, were writing is the one that we heard uh, being pitched of. Uh, Chris Hemsworth coming back to play George Kirk mm-hmm. again. So that's the script that they're writing, but that's not the one that seems to be getting lent towards. Okay. Um, but during an interview, 
um, Simon Pegg said. Uh, wait, one second. I'll just read it exactly how it sure. how it appears. Um, uh, he said, "Doug and I were never going to write the fourth Star Trek." That was never the deal. Doug and I are doing something together at Bad Robot, which I probably can't talk about just yet. Uh, so Payne and McKay, who wrote the abor- uh, abortive third Star Trek script with the previous director, uh, Roberto Orsi, they are writing a fourth one. That, as far as I know, is the kind of uh, Hemsworth thing. That is as much as I know. Okay. But then also he was asked about um, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, and he said, uh, we all got an email a couple of months ago from J.J. Abrams saying Quentin Tarantino came into the office with an idea, so we were putting it to the it, into the writer's room. I don't think Quentin is going to direct it because he has got his Once Upon a Time in Hollywood movie to do. And I think he's only going to do one movie after that. I doubt he would be able to get around to directing a Star Trek movie until two to three years. Yeah. So all of the rumblings of uh, Quentin Tarantino doing it is basically just saying that he's going to be uh, that he came in with a pitch. Yeah, for I, the movie. I you know it was exciting to see his name just being spoke alongside Star Trek and that he's, you know, got some amount of enthusiasm over its direction, but I can't say mm-hmm. I ever really believed that that was going to happen, to be honest with Quentin Tarantino like, he, he's got his own thing going on hasn't he, so that sounds a lot more realistic, what they're saying, that they're going to use his pitch and elaborate on it themselves with their own uh, hired writers mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm optimistic yep. and positive about wh- wherever it goes, to be honest. But yeah, yeah. it's, cool, it's no, cool to hear that. I, I hadn't read any any of that myself. Yeah. No, and... Uh, well, that's the thing. I, but also, with... Um, recently, uh, in an interview with... Um, shit, my mind's going blank. Who plays McCoy at the moment. Um, Carl Urban. Carl Urban, uh, he said that he expects, uh, it, well, from what he knows, he expects to start shooting early next year. Oh, of course, yeah, because you did a YouTube video on it. And I it, did it got do some a good views on that it. one. I can't remember how much, but um, I've yet mm-hmm. to actually watch that myself. I just saw the views on it, and that it was good. And mm-hmm. you know, there's always going to be a buzz around uh, the movies and. Like I say, I'm optimistic no matter what, whoever's involved. Yeah, exactly. And also the thing is, I think, uh, obviously, um, I personally am more excited about the next series of Discovery than the movie. But at the same time, I think there is definitely plenty of room to have both uh, entities continuing strong. Yeah, yeah. So, um, also... Um, what was it? Uh, oh shit! What, uh, what did they? Um, there's been a whole bunch of like, uh, like little rumours coming out about Discovery. Oh really? About uh, season two. Like supposedly they're once again getting on the bandwagon of uh, it's going to be more Section Thirty One orient uh, orientated. Well, I did. Um, I did send you a link. Uh, recently, I haven't to, watched uh, it yet. You've not watched it yet. That's crazy. I haven't fucking watched it yet. They actually I know, released I just... it themselves at Netflix, CBS, whoever the hell it is. They released a sort of deleted scene, if you know, of um, Discovery, mm-hmm. where it's um, it's in the bar. It's in the bar of the final episode of Discovery, and it's um, mm-hmm. oh, what's her name, Giorgio? Yeah. And it, it's it's just very blatant, you know. They say section thirty-one at least once. Uh, I I only watched it once. Even I really enjoyed it, but I only watched it once. And I'm pretty sure there's like a like a guy. I think he's I presume he's human, but he's disguising himself as Trill. 
mm-hmm. and um, and and she and Giorgio just says something like, "Oh, you're no trill," and he just presses a button, and then the spots disappear or something. Yeah, um, and then he just says, "But like, I'm from Section Thirty One, and I need your help." Yeah, um, it, it's not very long. It's only about a minute and a half or something, but it, it was very cool for. Why wouldn't they have just kept that in? I don't know. I don't Unless know. they're not going to go with that. Well, if that was the case, what, why even release it at all? Yeah, yeah, but tr- yeah, but just cock these people. Well, the thing is, uh, with Giorgio, the evil Giorgio, the only Giorgio we've got now is... Um, as I said, with the end of that series, like there's so much that could happen with her now. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just been released out into the world, and she can get up to all sorts of mischief. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so many options that they can you know, that 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 they have with that character. So many things that yeah. she could do. So, yeah, you you need to watch that. Yeah. No. Well. That's, I I definitely will watch it. I'm to be honest, it's one of those things that I'm surprised at myself for not actually. Um, no, don't worry. Like I I forgive you. It. I know exactly what it's like to not have time to even do the things you really love. Um, you know, entertainment wise and stuff. But um, I would say regarding Giorgio and Discovery, like I've probably said it before, but I I love the character. Of the of the normal universe, Giorgio and and how she interacted with uh, Burnham. Like mm-hmm. for me, that could have worked as a show. Like I I really enjoyed the two of them together, and like the mother daughter thing going on. Um, yeah. But I think the fact that they had that and that none of us saw the the mirror universe one coming, where she was going to be evil and an empress and all that stuff. It just yeah. it just made the empress character so much cooler because you didn't know it was coming yes so now thinking about where that character can go in season 2 is just very exciting to me I think mhm I, I, I don't even I don't even mind if you want to take two minutes to watch that clip if you want no 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 I'm I'm happy to do that after okay no worries after the show um but uh, like another thing that uh, there's a couple of things that they've just hinted at that um, are just general givens for a Star Trek series and for <laughs> Discovery going forward. It's like um, they apparently like some of the story arcs are going to be uh, like almost like a little bit of a commentary on religion. And stuff, but that's something that Star Trek's always fucking done. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's something that Star Trek's always done. Apparently, they're uh, going to um, explore a little bit more the events after, um, you know, the uh, bombing of the Vulcan Learning Center. Yeah. Uh, like when she was a kid. No, I'd love to know that. Yeah, I'm. I'm always happy yeah. to go back and understand people's stories and you know, reasons for mm-hmm. who they are more. Yeah. I, I, th- I think also... you almost think you deserve that. And that happens so much in modern TV anyway, that I, I would almost expect that, to be honest, eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, oh, exactly. Exactly. And also, um, then, uh, them hinting at the, uh, the crew having to, like, deal with, um, like the Lorca hangover, like the uh, getting to grips with what happened with Lorca, and I'm I'm expecting at some point that they'll find the prime Lorca. I totally agree. They 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 have to. You can't you can't just leave something like that. He's got to be back, and 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 the truth is, um, us uh, Discovery viewers fans, we've never even seen mm-hmm. him. No. You know, you thought you might no, have exactly. thought you had at one point, but you've never even seen him. So, no. so I think that's very cool that that's coming. It's, it's blatantly yeah. coming at some point. Exactly, it yeah. definitely is. It definitely, yeah. uh, that's. The, I think. I think to like 
almost make it a bit of a surprise. They'll probably leave it until like at least three quarters of the way through the series. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that you and know, and then just when people are, just when it's at just the when back you're getting comfortable minds. that he's gone, sort of thing. Like, oh, here he yeah. is. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And also, um, they're just saying that they're gonna like explore. Um, uh, the bridge crew a bit more now in season two so going to be getting to know uh, some of the other members of the bridge crew yeah I, I think that makes sense because um, there's not a lot of uh, character development is there for those people on the on the bridge no not at all a v- uh, very little dialogue even in that first season not at all and it, it, the only person on the bridge that we really got to know was Saru. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Which I, I was happy and to get to know that character, but yeah, it did seem absolutely. like a shame to have these other semi-regulars but not actually mm-hmm. do anything with them or reveal anything about who they are. Mm-hmm. That That's one thing that they did different to any other Trek series where they did always establish who, the, you know, even if their first seasons weren't necessarily the best in the older ones, they established mm-hmm. your seven to nine main characters in that first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even. No, I can't it, even remember their names, to be honest. From Discovery. No, I can't. It, the only one that I can remember is Saru. Yeah. Was one called Ariana or? Fuck knows. I can't remember. I think because it, 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 obviously we've got uh, members of the crew from the other parts of the ship that we know but not mm-hmm. the actual bridge crew yeah and um but also in an interview recently doug jones uh said that um he doesn't feel that uh saru is anywhere like ready for being a captain oh okay he, which i find surprising because i thought saru was uh, really quite uh, like commanding as a captain, I I enjoyed him. I did in too. those episodes yeah. taking the captain's chair. I I would have liked to have seen that. It it kind of felt like it wasn't gonna happen permanently for a while, but it was still mm-hmm. good to see it definitely. Yeah, no, because in an interview he had said, I think the character of Saru, I mean, he very much wants to be captain. Mm-hmm. He's been on that deck for so long in the command track, and as the first of his species to have gone through Starfleet Academy and have come out as a high-ranking officer on a starship, he's the first of his kind to ever come close to this. So he's got a lot to prove, and he's got a lot to say. But me personally, as Doug Jones, the fan of Star Trek, I think the dynamic of that character works well as a first officer, I think, a second fiddle to a captain. I think I understand what he means. I mean, like, all fr- from what we've learnt about Saru, and they're called Kelpians, aren't they, his race? Yeah. Uh, are, yeah. In general, they've... they've um, instinctively, they, they uh, embrace their fear, don't they? Yeah, and that's not necessarily the best thing for a, a Starfleet captain. So, no. so what he's saying does make sense that he is a, mm-hmm. a good first officer, but you know, because he's always there to offer that advice and that side, you, you know, his opinion. But as yeah. a, as a captain, yeah, that could um, it could backfire in certain situations, like especially especially with what we've seen in season one and what we're probably going to see more of, like the war situations, the you know that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want a captain who's going to shy away. No, no, exactly. Uh, though, looking at this photo of. Um, Doug Jones at the Oscars this year. Mm-hmm. It's not surpri- surprising that he does so many character roles of aliens and stuff because mm-hmm. his fingers are so fucking long. They look like ETs. No, no, he's definitely alien-like. Uh, I mean, I remember seeing um, uh, what was it? What do they call it? It's After Trek. After Trek on uh, yeah. Netflix. Um, like, and he's talking about the fact that like so many roles he's played. He literally has to wear a prosthetic ass because he has yeah. no ass. 
But uh, the producers and writers of Discovery just said, no, don't have a prosthetic ass because you'll look even more weird and alien-like without <laughs> it. Your ass already looks yeah. plenty fucked up enough. Yeah. No, oh, but I love dear. it. Like, with, with the scenes where he's walking with Sonequa Martin-Green, uh, Michael Burnham, like, he, he, he is freakish. I, I don't mean to sound horrible to him, but... He, he, he is. He does have a very uh, alien style body, and I have seen him in other stuff. He's he's in Hellboy as um, Abe, I mm-hmm. think it is. But I remember him really well from um, me and my wife loved him. The uh, what's his name? Something or other Del Toro movies like Pan's Labyrinth and stuff yes. like that. Like he plays all the monsters in them, and they're so freaky. And he does that stuff mm-hmm. so well. His body just works so well with those sort of uh, visual roles yeah. like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It fits him to a C, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. So, well, okay. I, th- it, I think it, me and you really want to talk about something. And, oh, I'll just... Uh, we, we did say to ourselves... Go on, then, I was going to say one, one thing before we go on to our massive... Go on, then. ...half-hour, 40-minute rant... I was just going to say congratulations to um, what is it, Adam Nimoy and Terry Farrell for tying the knot ah, uh, yes, a week course. or two ago. I, I thought that was cool seeing that. Star Trek's golden couple. Yeah, yeah, at the moment, yeah. Yeah. Yes, no, big congratulations to them. That's the thing. Is I saw uh, that one I... coming, just for the record. I never said it on this pod or anything, but... Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't think... Were they... I, I don't know if they were officially... They weren't they exclusive, no. their relationship at DST? They hadn't, but when I was there on that first day... It was that clear Friday, that they were cosy. Obvious. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You can yeah. just tell. At the last you? DST, it was definitely... It, it was very clear that they were cosy, but I'm sure it wasn't officially announced. I just didn't say anything, because it's, like, it's one of those couple. things where it's no one's business, is it? But... Um, no, exactly. But the fact that uh, they're married now, I think that's great. I think it's cool. And, and the thing, what makes me laugh, the thing I can't help think about is the is the the trouble with Tribbles episode, where Dax mm-hmm. is with Cisco on uh, on and the... she finds Spock irresistible. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That just makes me chuckle. The fact that she's now married to his son. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. There's a lot more context to that yeah. conversation now. Oh dear, but yeah, no, Jude and I did, uh, well, it was more Jude that said, like, we need to get a, a, a Trek criteria into this pod, yeah. <laughs> otherwise people will just be pissed off that we're always talking about other stuff except Star Trek. Ourselves. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so, but no, we've got something to talk about, um, Again, well, uh, I, it's not we would both clip, hope that a lot of people listening to these people uh, to this pod tonight would be very excited about it. I, I'm, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. A percentage. And, uh, a percentage. <laughs> yeah, a percentage of people will be mildly interested. Yeah. <laughs> and the a percentage will be saying like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, shut up!" Not guys. again. <laughs> yeah. Not okay. Fuck's sake. You've done this enough last year. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, but yeah. Um what we are announcing today is well we're going to announce it on the podcast now because by the time that this podcast drops it would have been officially announced. Yeah. So if you want to find all of the links, um, head on over to the Facebook page. Head on over to—I'll even put it in the description for the podcast—and head on over to Twitter or Instagram, anywhere, uh, anywhere that we are, and you'll be able to find out all of the details. Um, but we are going to be holding another convention. Um, this time it is going to be a mini convention we've said to each other yes a gathering yes. A, a, a party uh, whatever you want to call it yes well that's the thing 
I say a convention. A convention of sorts. I've also, but I've also been calling it. It's it's a con. It's a mini con. Mm-hmm. But it's going to just be a huge party. It's going to be a celebration. Exactly. I mean, one thing I'll just get off my chest right now and be honest with uh, the listeners of the Trekmate podcast is that I loved lots of things about Trek on our convention last year, but mm-hmm. it was hugely stressful to, to the pair of us um, mm-hmm. before, during, and even a tiny bit afterwards. Um, yeah. And neither of us really want that with this one we want it to be something that we can look forward to as much as everyone else attending and that we yeah. uh, and that this time we can have as much fun at the event as all you guys that attend because mm-hmm. um we because we, we were happy accounts. with the last one but other people were happy that our attendees mm-hmm. that did come were happy but but we were running around like headless chickens, like making sure that everything was going right. And we were even getting down, you know, mm-hmm. letting negativity take hold of us at different points of the day for different reasons. But this time, we just want, like you say, we want it to be a celebration where we're all happy. And it, it's just a good old laugh all day long. But we'll we'll give you more details as, as we go on. No, 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 you make a very valid point because the the thing is, I think, out of everybody, the people who weren't able to enjoy the convention the way that they should have been last year was myself and you. Yeah, we, we both missed out on so much, especially because just, just simply relaxing and going with the flow of by, the day. By all accounts, from every single person that turned up, they had a great day. Yeah. They had a great day, and um, we want to experience that. We we, we want to yeah, be able do. to enjoy our own convention. Definitely. And um, we knew that this year we wouldn't be able to do another uh, convention on the same similar scale as Trek on. Um, we, we can't do what same we time. definitely want to do in the future, and we intend to do in the future, but... Mm-hmm. But we just thought, hey ho, let's let's have a party, let's have a celebration, and yeah, exactly. We want to have a get together. We want to have um, a situation where we can invite people back um, who came and helped make uh, Trek on a success for the attendees. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it's I won't it will be absolutely on the one thing that we've always done with the trek mate listeners is being honest with them about everything yeah and in the sense of this time round, uh for this event because it's going to be a smaller event it uh we uh, i need there to be less financial risk for the event yeah where it's like holding trek on we was talking thousands of pounds. Yes. And um, where this event, we're talking hundreds of pounds. Yeah. So the financial risk is going to be that much less. Um, but at the same point, um, it doesn't mean that we're going to be doing any less. Okay, we're not going to have the DeLorean. But what we are going to have is we're still going to have vendors. We're in, uh, we've already got confirmed vendors uh, for the event. Um, we are going to be have. It, well, this this is going to be the layout. It's going to be held at a local community centre within the Hertfordshire area. We will announce 100% the um, venue uh, with the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the dates with the Kickstarter, we're aiming for uh, mid to late July. Um, not not too late because not too late because we don't want to directly bump heads with um, London Film and Comic Con. Yeah, it it just doesn't make sense, and I'm fucking going to it anyway. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't exactly. be in two places. Well, at least at you'll once. be in the right area. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I'm not as far but, away yeah. from you as I used to be, so that's a bonus for me anyway, any time really now. No, exactly. Um, so, and what we're, what we're going to be doing as well is we're going to have, we will have uh, a couple of guests, but we're going to... We're, we're happy to have as, as many guests as we can, uh, but we, we want guests who want to be there. Who, who it, people will be invited. However, yeah. we're not going to be in a financial position this year to be um, fronting all of the costs of it. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so that's why you know, I mean, no offense to any others. Some might want to be there, but they still want to be paid. But we can't do the paid. Yeah. You know, if if you want to no, join, exactly. if they want to join us for a celebration of all things sci-fi and track and mm-hmm. whatever then uh, that's great but if if they can't or they don't want to that that's fine too yeah exactly and uh, but but then so we're still uh, so we're going to be having vendors we're going to be having guests we we definitely will have guests i think uh, personally i think in well, our minds we're probably we'll going to be aiming two podcasters for, like, at least three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're definitely going to get at least yeah. two podcasters. Yeah, and uh, we're going to have a gaming zone again. Yeah, we're going to have a, an area for some tabletop gaming going on. There is a stage there, so people will be able. To, so we'll have talks. And we want to have time, talk, whatever gonna... the talks are. We'll we'll have talks, no matter how famous the people are on that stage or not. Um, exactly. And, and at the end we, of the night, wanna, and also we want to play out the thing that we always wanted to do a live track meet as well. Yeah, yeah, that can definitely happen this time. Like we've said, we're being relaxed. We can do that this time. Mm-hmm. We can record whatever yeah. the hell we want. We can even invite other podcasters uh, mm-hmm. to record whatever the hell they want on on a, on a stage exactly. to, to like the biggest live audience that they ever have. You know, so. Um, I look yeah. forward to that, even if we don't get the, you know, quotation marks, celebrity guests or whatever, you know, we can still mm-hmm. do fun stuff like that. And Exactly. And we'll have quizzes. We'll have uh, games. We'll, yeah. Uh, we're, but also um, a big plus point for us personally, but also for a lot of other people as well, there's going to be a bar all day. Yeah, I think a lot of people will be happy about that. It's uh, two two things that we didn't have at Trek on, which we will this time. Is an open bar, it, not an open bar. Sorry, it's a bar. Don't fucking no. promise that, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if someone wants to pay for it, it could be. But no, we're having a bar open from uh, from midday onwards, all the way into the night. Um, mm-hmm. But we intend on having a DJ as well, so we'll be having a party that everyone can take part of. All, mm-hmm. All's we're asking basically is we're starting our Kickstarter uh, around the same time that this is going out, and we're just asking for everyone pays at least three pounds into that Kickstarter or whatever the hell they want, as much as they like. Yeah, and we just want to get to. Um, well, our goal is three hundred pounds, which is not a lot. It really is not a lot when you think about it. No, like no, if, it's if, not a lot. If everyone can just pay in three pounds, then we we can do that in no time. The, the the thing is, we know how many people came to Trek on. Yeah, and if everybody was willing to pay three pounds, we've got the goal. Yeah, exactly. We've got the goal. And, so and we um, we already know that there's some people nice enough out there to say. Fuck it! I'll give you guys more than three pounds. I'll give you fifteen quid. I'll give you twenty-five quid. Whatever it is, whatever and they can even... afford. It just means it happens quicker, faster, and gives us the potential to have more things going on as well. Because if Kickstarter, if you get more than your goal, you keep that anyway, and yes, you, you do, still yeah. put it towards the same yeah, project, exactly. idea, whatever. So that's exactly what we'll do. If you know, if if our goal's three hundred, and we can make. 350 400 in a in a it's a month isn't it yes it is yeah. then it's just going to go into other stuff for everybody to do to, yeah. to make it's, it more it's, fun it's, that's exactly it because the thing is uh, we will be um i'll be fronting um uh like other money for uh, other things 
for the con, but just like 300 quid just guarantees that I won't be losing a lot. Yeah. Just guarantees that I won't be losing a lot. So if we make over that, then that's great. But 300 quid would help tremendously, and that kind of guarantees it. By the time that this goes out, I'm going to have the date secured on the venue. I know that I will. Yeah. And, uh, but also it's one of those things that we would like to think that everybody would want to support the Kickstarter and want to get their tickets early. And the thing is as well, we're not asking for a lot of money for entry because we know, it, because it is going to be, it's going to be a community centre. Um, but it's going to be a big enough space that we will be able to have the mini-con during the day and then a huge party at night. It's just going to transform into that huge party. I, I just think it, it's going to be turning into that like a lot earlier for a lot of people. The fact that we've To got... be honest, I, th- I think the party environment is going to be going all day. Yeah, and I, I really look forward to that. I... I, I want to meet up with everybody that I was there at Trek on with it. I, I want to meet up with you who mm-hmm. we've only been in the same room like three or four times or something like that. It's crazy yeah. to think that we do this every week, every two weeks, but we've only been in each other's company like that small amount of time. Like I, I, I just want to experience that celebration with everybody of, of Trek and sci-fi and friendship. And, exactly. You know, exactly. And also, but also, one thing that people did always ask us um, with Trek on is, is there going to be an after party? Is there going to be a party? Yeah, that's what so, I was going to say earlier, and I just I veered off like as usual. But yes, um, and they finally get their wish now, so people yeah, can exactly they Where, can book their like hotels. The whole event is just going to be a long party. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we won't be doing. It's going to be a Saturday, isn't it? So. We don't have it's any. Going to be a Saturday. We don't have any plans for Sunday. Uh, no, we, there'll be no plans for Sunday, other than people feeling sore. Well, you know, I mean, people can still do unofficial meetups and stuff, yeah, and, they can and do whatever and, the fuck they want. I mean, there's a hotel just up the road with a fucking um, like somewhere to eat next door. Yeah, and, and you know, we we might join everyone for that. We'll we'll, we'll see closer to the time, but. Um, but yeah, just to have one awesome day with a lot of happy people, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm glad to say that you know we've got vendors on board already, and um, we're not going to say it tonight, but at some point we're going to have to work out how many vendors we can actually have, because because it will be this thing that it, I think we're going to have to limit ourselves to probably about probably probably I would say realistically about eight. Eight or ten vendors, yeah. I would say. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Eight or ten, and eight or ten that are gonna suit the event, so we know that those event. people are gonna sell stuff, and also that those people who are manning those stalls are actually people who want to be there. They want to be there, have and fun. Also... And if if they want to leave their stalls and just have a laugh, they can, and their stalls are gonna be cool. And you know, yeah. people can approach them, and say, oh. Do you mind if I grab one of those things off you? They, they can just go, yeah, let's go over there. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. But also, I uh, I want it. Uh, I'm going to invite some of the vendors back uh, from uh, uh, last year as well to say like thank you for their uh, efforts last year as well. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I think me and you definitely have like all the same vendors in mind. And and if they were listening to this. Or mm-hmm. watching this, if it's on a YouTube video or something, those people are going to know who they are anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there was the people, there was the vendors, what were really happy to be there, and just like us, probably wish they could have been walking around more and experiencing stuff at Trekon. And then there was the fucking very small minority, yeah, very small minority of people who can fuck off and never yeah. come back. <laughs> I don't know what they were called. I don't care no. at this point. If I did know what they were called, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say the name. Anyway, I can't remember either, dude. But that pissed I me off. I can't remember. But yeah, there'll be none of that shit going on this time. No, guarantee. That's the thing. This is. Uh, it, it, it's literally in the, the, the title of the thing. It, it, the event We've not even is said called. It. No, no. Uh, the event this time round is going to be called the Sci-Fi Palooza. 
and it's a celebration of all things sci-fi. It is, yeah. I I think it's a cool, funny, celebratory sort of name. Um, it's a laugh. It, it it just suggests that we're having a laugh, we're having a party. Uh, as soon as you hear it, but also I think we're both sort of intending that if this is a success, that mm-hmm. we can carry on that name in the future. Because yeah. as much as me and you and the listeners of uh, Trekmate love Trek, we love a lot of sci-fi stuff. So I, mm-hmm. I think that's something that hurt Trek on was the name, as silly as it sounds. It, as silly as it sounds, it definitely did. We we were an event called Trek on, and we had like 70% Star Wars guests. Yeah. So that was... You know, it was a head scratcher to a lot of people, and you know. And Back to the Future was a big part of the event. As yeah, well. it was, and um, that's something we want to change in future, where we embrace all the things we love, and even even some of the stuff me and you don't necessarily love, but other people do. Yeah. Um, exactly. But with Trek on, yeah, it was all a bit confusing for people. A lot of people didn't want to go because they thought this is just a Trek event, which it it definitely mm-hmm. wasn't. And then, no, but also, and then there's also, the Trek fans. What were like? Oh, what? Why have you got that? Why have you got those actors here? You know. Yeah. No, exactly. So that's the thing. We're going to eliminate all of that um, unintentional confusion. For now, we're still presenting ourselves as Trekmate events. That would change by next year. Yeah, but I think yeah, it can do. You know, once people know who we are more, which one thing we've said privately, but we're saying publicly. I'm saying publicly now on the pod is that um, Mm -hmm. the fact that we're in a much smaller venue means that this event party slash whatever the hell you want to call it, Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier for this to be a success where it's like a sellout where you you couldn't get any more vendors, you couldn't get any more. people in that room no exactly because that's the thing i think the vendors space is gonna really go pretty quick i think it will too what once this is out there i think everyone's gonna jump on it and i I think i I think that's the thing we know who we want to give priority to already with some of the vendors but at a push we might have space for a couple more Mm -hmm. but uh, that's going to be really nearing our limit because we still want to have space for um, the games and for uh, everything else. And also else potential all... guests as well, you know, because yeah, we do. We we know who we're inviting back, and we mm-hmm. we know other people that we might approach. But yeah, we want to we want to give room to them to be able to do autographs. And I I, I don't know if we'll do anything with photos this year. Um, I don't think so. I think I think just I I think this event will just embrace the people taking pictures for no extra sort of yeah uh, cost or even if if that guest decides to charge for a selfie or whatever I don't yeah know. That's let, up let to, them that's work up to that the out. guest yeah exactly that's up to the guest but um, yeah no there won't be an actual photographer there this year no. Um, unless, unless anyone it, wants to pull it on for free for yeah, us. Yeah, that's, that's what I was about to say. It, unless we can pull it off for free somehow, which uh, that, that's going to be happening with a lot of the stuff. Like, um, like the more That's the thing. This is also going to be an event that people can directly contribute to. If they think that they can bring something cool to the know. event, then yeah. we're happy to have them. Definitely, yeah. Because... Uh, that's the thing. This it, it's gonna be so much fucking fun, and I just can't wait to just get together with everybody who came to Trek on. Me too. Yeah. And just it, because there was there was so much love and appreciation from everybody who came to Trek on, and it, but this time round we can actually really enjoy it because it's gonna be a smaller event. Uh, it just means that we're going to be able to enjoy it, and we're going to be able to have a laugh. Mm-hmm. We're going to uh, we're we're probably going to have screenings of certain things during the day as well. Yeah. Um. So it's gonna it, it's gonna be something that we can all just get together, embrace what we love, 
and share it with each other and get absolutely shit-faced at the same yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still going to be a family event. It's going to be a family event. So if you want to bring your kids, it's going to be absolutely fine. Because, fuck, my kids will be there. And I know Jude's kids will probably be there. So it's it's a question of we're going to have a family event that embraces uh, what it is, but at the same time, if you want to leave your kids at home and let your hair down in the evening, that's fine as well. Yeah. Because as Jude said, to support us on the Kickstarter, well, you can support whatever you want. If you if you can only give a, a pound, a dollar, whatever, that's fine. But uh, just for access uh, to the we event... We just ask just £3, which is, is nothing at the moment yeah. these days. That's it. £3 is going to be the entry cost. That will get you into the day and the evening party. So th- that is going to be absolutely nothing, really. Even even if you have no fucking intention of coming to Trek On, but you like the idea and you want to support us... Uh, by all means, uh, you can help us out on the Kickstarter. And look, we, uh, I'll, I'll say this as well, with, with like zero promises at all. This, these are not promises. Like mm-hmm. the more generous you are in trying to help this Kickstarter to get this event to happen, you know, you don't want mm-hmm. to do three pounds. You want to do fifteen pounds, twenty-five pounds, whatever it is. We'll yeah. try to be. We'll, we will try and be as generous as we can back to you at the event if we can yeah. in different ways not what Wayne was offering last time for exactly. Trekon, but um <laughs> but you know you know what I mean like if there's some, yeah. if there's more we can do for you than just entry if you if you're going to be generous we we will you know we don't know if we're going to have any sort of merch or anything like that we could potentially give you some of our own crap some yeah. old uh, star trek figures or something like that but yeah. um, oh no we, we, that's the thing. If you look after us, we'll look after you. But the best we can, it, yeah. We'll at least buy. You, you know, fuck's sake, we can at least buy someone a drink, can't we? If you want to exactly. give us fifteen, twenty-five quid, we'll remember that you, and we'll sort you we'll, out. We'll fucking remember that, and you're definitely your first round is definitely on. Or us at least at that we'll point. at least get them a taxi back to their hotels. <laughs> That's it. As long as they're not too far away. <laughs> as long as you're with within a five-mile radius. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that's the thing. We'll uh, as much as you want to support us, we appreciate it. Um, if you only want it, but also just that three pound entry uh, is plenty. And yeah. what we're doing as well is, um, like last time, uh, children under twelve get in for free. Yeah, definitely. Children under twelve get in for we free. We want to and make it, it is... as easy for everybody as possible. We know what it's like. Yeah, and then it is a flat entry rate for everybody over twelve of three pound. Yeah. So. Well, I, I prefer uh, to think of it as like minimum of three pounds. You you guys pay what you want because the more the better. The more it helps the event. To be honest. Yeah. No. Exactly. That's the thing. If you want to support us by donating more, then we really do appreciate that. And uh, if you if you donate so much, and then. Uh, want to bring extra people? We won't fucking charge you. We know uh, we'll know what you've uh, given to us. So, and also like as long as we exceed or you you know hit our goal mm-hmm. on Kickstarter, you know we'll work out something uh, afterwards. You know, once we've yeah. gone past that, if you can't pay three pounds minimum in the next month uh, for the event, mm-hmm. like we'll do something, uh, PayPal or whatever the hell it is can still do the same system yeah. can't we yeah we can still do the same system afterwards uh that, that well dude the official uh way of uh entitling it is uh slacker backers that's what they call it okay is, that's what they call it on kickstarter slacker backers people who back uh something after the kickstarter is finished oh okay yeah, i remember that slacker but, backers yeah so if you do decide to uh uh, help us out after the after the Kickstarter's finished. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, it is. Will be it is. But definitely consider doing month. it in the first month because it's just going to make it happen so much quicker. And three pounds, it's like, you know, that's what is it? Eight, it's nothing. Eight pints of milk, three loaves of bread. It, it's nothing. 
it's it could be one scratch card. It could, that's yeah. The thing. It's so if everybody and the thing is as well, the people who did come to Trek on, um, I'm sure that they would be willing to uh, pick up an early ticket as well. Oh, we know they're out there. You know, people. You know, we've had several people in contact, not just the staff, but the you know plenty of the the Congo is a you know asking us. Which has has definitely motivated us to, to to come back with something like this and sort of reward those people as well as ourselves to you know absolutely to do something. and and the thing is 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 people who attended the event who don't even know us from the podcast no they don't no a lot of these people that are writing just are writing to us as uh, convention organisers not even knowing our names yeah. just like are you the guys that you did trek on you know mm hmm. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. Some, and uh, we've got that, some really nice was... we won't read them tonight, but we've got some really nice messages from people to be honest. Really yeah. really makes you feel uh And it's probably those messages that has probably spurred us on to think, no, this year we will keep our toes in the water. Yeah. Otherwise we might have thought, feeling. no, we'll just hold off until next year. It's a it's a good feeling and it's 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 nice to you know. And share. also then if if uh, this event, well, the thing is, I know this will be a success. I know this will be a success, and I know that there is uh, like no sort of financial risk of walking away uh, in uh, debt with this event. But if it is a big success, then it puts us in good stead for next year. Well, that's it. Yeah, the more of a success that this is, the the more chance we have with doing what we really want to do with the with the next big convention well i say yeah. i say big you know we've learned a lot from our mistakes from the first one mm-hmm. uh, and it makes it a lot easier to make the the second bigger one a success but this will really help if, yeah. if we can make this thing a sellout yeah exactly if we can sell out this event then it'll be amazing and i i personally think that we can mm-hmm I personally think that we can. I, I do too, I, I yeah. Think it's, I, I think it's a matter of... It. So, so it, it's really going to be uh, a case of if people could get on and support us on the Kickstarter as soon as they can. Yeah, so I'll, I'll also say, like, obviously, we'll do what we have to do um, with sharing posts and stuff on all the different social media stuff to to advertise this and get this out but if you're listening to us right now you know you guys do it too just just get out there on social media and mm-hmm. you know if it's something you want to do like donate as soon as you can but try and encourage other people who maybe didn't come to the first one how much you enjoyed that one you know just everybody just get the message out there and we can make this a, a success so much quicker exactly Exactly, and also it's uh, it's going to be the sort of environment where we all get to know each other so much better as well. Yeah, uh, I want that, I do, because, like, sometimes I don't even like using the word staff, but, like, all the staff that we had at Trek On, like, there were so many mm-hmm. cool people, so many nice people. Really cool people that I'd love to get to know even yeah, better. Yeah, we, we, we shared, like, a, like a two to three hour long meal with mm-hmm. a bunch of our staff and uh, and Rom from Deep Space Nine, Max Gredenchik and his family. And I fucking loved that. That I think amazing. me me and you, that was our best moment of the weekend. Like Absolutely. spending time with all these nice people but were so happy to be there and help out. And mm-hmm. fucking Rom from D S nine. Yeah. Um and, and Matt, we had Matt with us as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that was the best moment, and I want to, I want to feel that feeling for like all day, twelve hours, yeah, or whatever the hell it is. Exactly, because uh, the doors will be, uh, it's not going to be an early uh, early open. The doors are going to be opening at twelve. Yeah. Uh, on the day, and then they will be open until we close at kicking out time. Yeah. So once it hits about uh, probably 11 or 11.30, whatever the restriction is uh, for the actual place that we're holding, because they have a normal um, like um, uh, pub 
license so uh, yeah. people would have to be out by I think it's about 11, 11.30 um, but it's by that point people would be fucking rolling home because they would have been drinking all day yeah I think so too yeah I, I may just be one of them oh dude you fucking you know it yeah <laughs> yeah that's the thing there's there's no ifs and buts about it <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't have to babysit for. Well, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. No, <laughs> I'll get in trouble. <laughs> I've said oh, too much but, already. But it's going to be great. It's going to be great, and we're the thing. We're really looking forward to it. We're really looking forward to it, and we hope that you guys are as well. So make sure that you look in the description, look on our social medias for the links, because the Kickstarter will be live by the time that this podcast drops. Definitely. We'll get them as close as we can to each other. Exactly, and we'll mention it again on next week's podcast. Hooray, I hear you here. And (laughs) and the one after that, and the one after that. (laughs) That's it. But... Still. Well, well, maybe we won't even need to. I mean, if we're, um, you know, if we achieve our goal in the next few weeks, then we'll only be talking it in a uh, talking about it in a brief, excited sort of way, not not promoting, yeah. promoting, promoting like we had to we, we had to do with Trek on, which is well, that's not the, thing, the goal because, with this one. Because with Trek on, because of the size, even though it was like a small event compared to like other conventions. We've done shitloads, and there was huge amounts of money on the table. Mm-hmm. And for uh, people like yourself and me who uh, don't have that sort of money, and it was, it, I'll fucking be honest, it was self-funded by fucking selling my collections of stuff. It was, that, yeah. That got the convention done, as well as the ticket sales. Um so uh, without that level of risk uh it's going to be so much more achievable it's going to be so much more relaxed and it's going to be so much more fun and you're just going to be able to chill out and just fucking the, the, the thing is as well i'd like the opportunity to just chill out and get to know some of our listeners that much better as well and also i mean we're, we're talking about having a laugh and all that stuff and and several vendors and potential guests I'd like to be able to announce other stuff as well in the coming weeks, you know, um, mm-hmm. stuff that we've not even thought about at this point, you know, just That's more more stuff to make it fun, you know, just 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 as a, a as an idea, stuff we've been talking about last time, like Bajoran and Klingon and Vulcan makeup, stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, something something that we can do low cost, just mm-hmm. just just to let everyone have that little bit more fun and you know, relax that little bit more. Well, that could be. That could definitely be a fucking um, like if we exceed our goal because exactly. I did have a makeup artist who was willing did, to yeah. come and do face paints and that. But well, we were in talks with lots of different us, people, weren't we? Yeah, they that was going to cost just over a hundred quid. Yeah. So we could it, well with Kickstarter, what you can do is you can have stretch goals. So if you reach. Um, a certain amount. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like if we reach that three hundred pound, we can say, okay, if we reach four hundred and fifty pound, there will be free face makeup for as many people who want it during the day. Oh, okay, that that might be another conversation to have in the next sort of yeah day or two then. Yeah, like so before the, we've even got it written up properly. Yeah, no, that is definitely a thing that happens. Like you can have stretch goals. But but we've already said tonight, you know, any, anything that we do, we want to do everything as low cost as possible. So we're not paying fucking hundreds of pounds out for makeup artists. No, It'll exactly. be people who are yeah, good no, at what exactly. they do, but, you know, we're going to be realistic about it. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. So, But also it's... Yeah, we're going to be realistic about it, but also that might mean that we can get a guest that we might not have necessarily have got. That would be awesome, well. you know, that would definitely, like you're saying, with the stretch goals or whatever it's called on um, mm-hmm. Kickstarter, that that would be awesome. The idea yeah. of actually, you know, if you could get us this much, we'll get someone big in mm-hmm. who who does um, warrant a hotel purchase or whatever. Yeah. 
exactly. Which uh, I think I think would be a, a great thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah. So watch this space, everyone. Another uh, event from Trekmate is on its way. Um, Sci-Fi Palooza. Sci-Fi Palooza. Well, uh, that's the thing. I I never really know how to identify ourselves anymore, whether it's the Trekmate or the Sci-Fi Collective. Well, we're both we're kind the of the same thing. <laughs> yeah. We are the same thing, just under different banners. So uh, uh, I see what yeah. you mean. Like, well, I was, I was saying Trekmate events. Yeah, it would make more sense in the future. Actually, no, that might be uh, the wrong it, thing to say on Trekmate podcast. <laughs> not really not really people know how much we fucking suck the sci-fi collective stick <laughs> yeah we're still us no matter what isn't it yeah that's the thing Trekmate is going to continue forever but, oh yeah yeah but the it's actual like organisation it, it, it might be the sci-fi collective events or yeah I think that would make sense in the long run but um well, it doesn't matter right now, does it? Like, but the thing is, what we'll do now is we'll... Because people reckon... The people who attended last time will, reckon, uh, will recognise the Trekmate events is we'll use that and then when people recognise the Sci-Fi Palooza, we'll use Sci-Fi Palooza next year yeah. and change our name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Do it in small increments. Yeah. But still. So... Yeah, that's what's going to be going on. So uh, please uh, help support us. Uh, check us out on uh, the social medias. And that is it for this week's podcast. So I've been Wayne Emery. I've been Jude Hawkins. And that is Trackmate. Captain, I suggest Vulcan Mind Probe. Tell me how your planet Vulcan looks on a lazy evening when the moon's full. Vulcan has no moon, Miss Uhura. I'm not surprised. Party Spock! Yeah! Woo! Let go! Party Spock is on the ship tonight. Everybody have a logical time. To the left and right Half this, half that Not a monster Peace, long life Live long and prosper Yo I'm running through These boring doors on fire Hanging with Kirk Homie No, I cannot be a liar We party spot Yeah That's the crew I'm serving Let's buy the Enterprise now Stop that swerving Hey, party spot Is on the ship tonight Everybody have a logical time And he's gonna make you Every day I'm shuttling. Shuttling, shuttling. Be my fan and be the first one to make the chair this glass. Rob your nail, don't be mad now. Stop! Emotions are bad. Trouble is up ahead. Holy going Don't mess bed. around. We just want to see more now.
fucked and most cold-blooded man I've ever known. Why, thank you, Doctor. The computer cannot make an error. Live long and prosper. Every day I'm shut shuttling. Doctor, I am in command of the Enterprise. I can answer none of your questions at this time. You'd make a splendid computer, Mr. Spock. That is very kind of you, Captain. Are you trying to be funny, Mr. Spock? It would never occur to me, Captain. You've been listening to the TrekMate Podcast. Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All right. Ask is a tall ship and a I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard. And I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so.